0: A dents and scratches putting a dent in your day? Introducing Rogerstein Crash Repairs Adelaide, your trusted solution for automotive woes. With over two decades of expertise, Rogerstein Crash Repairs guarantees top notch service, restoring your vehicle to its former glory in no time. From minor dings to major collisions, our skilled technicians handle it all with precision and care using state of the art equipment and techniques rogerstein crash repairs saved my car it looks brand new fast friendly and reliable i wouldn't trust anyone else with my vehicle don't let accidents slow you down visit rogerstein crash repairs adelaide at 14 penner avenue glind for quality service you can count on and here's a special offer just for our listeners mention this podcast and receive a 100 dollars discount on your repair Roger Steen Crash Repairs Adelaide. Excellence in every repair.
1: Sportscast SA presents Game On. Game On. South Australian's destination for everything sports. Local, national and international sports. AFL football, soccer, basketball, golf, baseball, tennis, cricket and any other sports played in this wide world and we're gonna have a blast doing it so sit back relax and let's do this thing welcome Welcome to game
2: on welcome to game on my name's pete joined by malcolm again and today we're going to do our south australian top five sporting moments with a few honourable mentions there, and we might start off with that as well. Honourable mentions go to the Sturt Football Club's wheelchair team, winning three premierships in a row.
3: Yeah, beat uh, Woodville West Torrens in the final in a, cl- a really close game, which certainly could have gone either way. Um, you know, and that was a seesawing game. Yes, uh, West Torrens were in front early. Um, you know, I commentated it, so I was uh, yeah, I was certainly there. Yep. Um, and and that and it was a great game, and look, we I hope it grows because so, at the moment it's the four clubs: it's Sturt, Woodville, West Hirons, Nord, and Centrals. So hopefully, it grows in the next few years. Um, it did this year that we did have a reserve side of it as well. We mm-hmm. called a development layer, whatever you know, in terms of that way, yep. and it was a little bit more social. Yes, and it was bit more for everyone to be involved in terms of remembering the disability side there, not being quite as competitive on that. So I think we've got that about right. Yep. Um Also bringing in the points side of it, going in line with a bit more of how it's run into state, And so I think we're moving in the right direction in a lot of ways and hopefully the sport continues to grow. Absolutely. I love it.
2: Absolutely. It's a space that uh, is going to continue to grow a little bit like the women's game. Uh, the wheelchair or the disability side of things it looks like it's going to go from strength to strength in doing a little bit of research. Uh, obviously, knowing you and knowing that you're pretty passionate about it, uh, the VFL have got their own competition. So we might start to see a bit of a interstate. Uh, oh, there was. There was an yeah. interstate
3: carnival this year. South Australia were, were a bit unlucky not to make the final where Vic beat WA in the final, um, it certainly is growing, yep. and that, and congratulations to Smythe and Matty from uh, Sturt, who made the All-Australian side uh, at the end of it, Yep. Um, so yeah, we're, we're certainly moving in the right direction, and hopefully it continues to grow.
2: Absolutely, alright, and another honourable mention, we've got three or four of them, so we'll get through them reasonably quickly but uh, Adelaide United young gun Nesta Irokundu signs for a record transfer
3: yeah it was pretty incredible Barcelona look he's got a lot of potential but he Um, does have
2: a little bit to learn still though there's there's a bit of growing
3: up to go yeah
2: but he is only 17 let's 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 remember that try and put that in perspective and really was probably a little bit unlucky not to make our original top five but um, you know we have to add that as an ad- honourable mention. Uh, another honourable mention, mate, is the Redbacks' comeback against Queensland in the Sheffield Shield.
3: Yeah, look, that was pretty incredible. It looked like it was just uh, meandering along to predictable Queensland, get it, chasing. Well, we were doing an episode show, at the time, yeah. I did get a little bit more excited as we took a couple of wickets. Yep. And um, mid I was uh, might have been in the car park picking my son up from his work at... Uh, Well, he's at Parry Hills and had to be very quiet as we got the last week. It may have been a bit loud at inside as 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 Buckingham bowled uh, Kawaja to get us us home. And it
2: nipped back beautifully, didn't it?
3: Yeah, it was a beautiful ball. It was.
2: All right. And uh, to finish us off on some honourable mentions in our South Australian top five is Curtis Mead making his MLB debut for the Tampa Bay Rays and had a reasonably successful start to his career.
3: Yeah, look, he has and certainly showing – he was very well regarded here and thought, hey, he's got a chance of making it. Yep. Um, but, yeah, he's, he's um, certainly around the mark and hopefully going from strength to strength.
2: Obviously, making a base hit in his first uh, MLB game and also scoring a home run as well for the Tampa Bay Rays. So we wish him the best. All right, mate, we're going to take a very, very quick break when we come back. Our top five South Australian sporting moments.
1: You're listening to the Game On Podcast. We'll be right back after this short break.
2: We kick off with number five on our top five South Australian moments for two thousand and twenty
3: three. I, I just want to quickly go back because yeah, apologies brain thing here, Apologies to Matt Gregory, who was the other South Australian with Jamie Smythe who made the All Australian side and the wheelchair side of it. Absolutely. Uh, and I would have been correctly told off if I hadn't <laughs> straightened that out. So Fair yes. call.
2: All right, we move on with our top five South Australian moments. And at number five, we've got the Live Golf arriving at Grange.
4: This is going all
1: the way. Chase Kapka, 12. The watering hole He's posing. Oh, yeah. Oh, Chase Kepka. Yeah. Oh! There it, is! there it is! We promised you an ace on 12, and Chase Kepka has to. It's one of the great moments in live golf history.
4: Mystic Fox is right again.
3: Yeah, it certainly captured the state. Look, I think, you know, a few of us who aren't golfing people, yeah, yeah, might be all right. Bang the party hole and hey, this is this yep. is pretty unreal. And I think it showed already that it's. That I think it sold out pretty quickly for the, the, this year. How much it captured the market mm-hmm. as non-golfing people yes. like myself. And uh, yeah, no huge success. And yeah, well done to Peter Malas and the South Australian government in that way with both that and gather around. Yes. And uh, yeah, hopefully it's just going to go from strength to strength.
2: Grange was an obvious choice. Greg yep. Norman obviously heading up the yep. Live Tour, had his first PGA victory there. there. Yep. Um, the Grange Golf Course, an absolute beautiful golf course to be yep. played. Relatively central to most things in Adelaide. Um, the party hole, like you said, went yeah. off when uh, the hole-in-one oh. was uh, was hit. And um, I think that we did speak with Craig about the golf and slight changes this year to the course and, and some of the holes. But as a whole, you're right, uh, the South Australian Government took the bit between the teeth and went, we're going to take this event and take it to the next level. Again, with relatively small amounts of lead-up time and they turned this event into one of the one of the sporting highlights, not only here in South Australia, but Australia for the year.
3: Oh, for mine, it was a big risk too. Uh, I, you know, I think the supercars coming back and all that, well, that's an obvious highlight as well, but yep. I, I think we all thought, well, it never should have gone. That was just dumb by that it that it had left. Yes. So getting it back was a no-brainer. Yes, it's been a success again, and well done there. Yep. But I mean, Live Golf, and then, hey, great call, well done. Well, so, put yeah. South Australia
2: on the international map. Yeah. I mean, every man his dog in the US, and I do listen to some of the podcasts yep. from the US just to keep up with, you know, the baseball and the, yep. the tennis and the golf and bits and pieces like that. They were just going absolutely crazy how Australia could produce such a great result, and the – Crowds. That was the one thing that they were impressed with, is that we just turned out in, in flocks, to attend the, the live golf event at Grange.
3: And I think we forget how vital tourism is, and that you do have to spend money to make money yep. to get people to see South Australia. Hey, well, oh, that old little old Adelaide looks like a good place to visit, etc. And gave them a chance to plug Kangaroo Island. That was used pretty extensively yep. in the adverts for overseas market and that and that's just smart you know the wineries and all that side of thing what we take for granted a bit in Adelaide Mm -hmm. plug the hell out of it overseas and
2: yeah well it became a week long event where you know people would come uh, a little bit earlier visit the wineries do some of the touristy things play golf themselves yes uh then you know pro-am day then the actual main event um turned into a week-long event and you'd be happy as a state government and really South Australia are almost taking, I know we're talking South Australian here, but we're taking Melbourne's lead from about twenty twenty five years ago where they did have a lot of these sporting events and yeah. increased their tourism. It's certainly the right play and and I think the government at the moment have got it right. Yep, couldn't agree more. All right, we move on to number four in our top five South Australian events for 2022-23 in some respect because they are split up over the course of uh, the year or seasons uh, but the Adelaide Thunderbirds back on top of the table after a 10 year drought and a big win over
3: the Sydney Swifts in an overtime and in overtime yeah I think that's it went down the crunch could have gone either way and then to get up in overtime and-
5: to 8 seconds to score or we go to extra time oh it's hey, awesome. it's it's the moment for Sterling here we go folks it's extra time Cowsby To get things underway for the Swiss, gee, she wants the win, doesn't she? Cardwell, now she's got to return the favour, and she does just that. Do they use the clock? A minute 45, oh, Sterling, Cardwell, is she feeling the moment? Oh, she is, well, has she just put it out of reach of the New South Wales Swift? Takes time off the clock. Well this goal will be monumental to the Adelaide Thunderbirds, they're playing around with it and Lucy Austin, oh my goodness. Well the story goes, the drought is over, it's a decade in the waiting and the Adelaide Thunderbirds are going to take the trophy back home to South Australia.
3: Heard Nat Vomberto and that, that they went over for it and things like that. It did get netball, which had fallen away a little bit yep. off the map. That We are traditionally considered a strong netball state. Very much so. Ten years in the wilderness, it was pretty important, I think, and hopefully hopefully gets us back in the game. The flow on the effects grow. from it. Yeah.
2: It was great to see that uh, a lot of the, the players, like you did mention there, did did go over, former players yeah. did go over for the uh, for the grand final. I think it ranks up there, and we did talk about uh, in our Australian top 10 sporting moments, we talked about the NRL grand final, yeah. you know, sort of going down to the wire, the AFL grand final going down to the wire. And here you've got netball going... Over L- time, yeah. literally, uh, yeah. uh, over time,
3: extra, extra, extra in time. Terms of, yeah, yeah, extra in terms of cut down to the wire, sort of the lang, you know, lingo. However you, however you want to phrase it, so it was fantastic. Yep, um, same thing then with the strikers as we're coming to next. Absolutely,
2: all right. We move on. Good segue into that one there. The Adelaide Strikers WBBL go back to back champions.
3: Yeah, not often we can say that as South Australians too, and. And not in cricket, cricketing terms either.
5: Gets the captain in, Jonathan. Oh, stands, delivers beautifully. Tosses it up. Doesn't get all of it. Waiting underneath is Penner. Sounded good, but it's gone straight up. Adams, no. It goes over the top. It's six. Hinkley!
0: Oh my God! I thought that was straight up again. It was going to be Barsby's.
5: That was amazing. She looks to. This time she doesn't get all of it. Underneath it is Barsby who takes the catch. Six and out for Hinkley. Get across Lucrecia, Make sure she can reach this ball for the final. Doesn't have the distance. Mashangwe will track back. Hold on to it. Throw it in, and there. The Adelaide Strikers have gone back-to-back. But even bigger for them, they've gone back-to-back at their home ground. The Adelaide Oval in front of a magnificent crowd. A sea of blue can cheer in the celebrations.
3: It was interesting where it looked like we hadn't made enough runs, but they're planning. Uh, Talia McGrath's captaincy out there and never panicked. and thought, you know... Get get Grace Harris out. We're we're in half this a chance, and yep. and then Tali McGrath to get the two wickets and three balls. Hey, we're right, we're right in this, and just kept forcing the run rate up. I don't think Brisbane chased that smartly. Well, but they
2: looked like they are in control of the game. That's probably what
3: gets too me. Too many dot balls. Yeah, that was the big thing. There was a bit of lack of ones. There was a bit of lack of planning, and kept kept this in it, and then took the risk and backed Amanda Wellington in. Um, with the last over and, yeah, delivered in the last over again. Again, fine line, as we know, mm-hmm. fine line between pleasure and pain with the ball could have gone for six, caught on the line, well, and which would have got him up. And, yeah, we we uh, we get the chocolates and it was good to be there.
2: That that was going to be my next point is that there were, and we did talk about it at the time, there were a few fielding errors from both teams yeah. that you thought, jeez, you know, is this going to... It's yeah, gonna yeah. cost a team, and I think there was one where the red player yeah, could have caught it. caught the ball and it spilled over over the boundary and then the um then the six off of the uh brisbane heat player had come in and only faced one ball and yeah. then the next ball you know that no, the sixth no,
3: to first ball and got caught on, caught, caught in the boundary of the second yeah, so, was yeah. it was
2: absolutely amazing, and I think yeah. your point about um McGrath not panicking in the situation and making them play a few dot balls. Was certainly integral to defending a quite a low score, and like you, I was in the same boat, going, "Oh, I don't know if this is going to be enough," but played it very, very well.
3: Yeah, I was glad I went in the end because I only made the decision on the on the on the day and was sort of humming and harring, and yeah, no, really glad I went in there as went in there at, that night. Yeah, was was. Privilege to be there. Absolutely, and that
2: was the WBBL Strogers back to back win at yes. number th- at number three. At number two, we've got the Adelaide Giants win after 43 years. They bring home the Claxton Shield, and the drought was broken against Perth.
3: Yeah, finally, you know,
6: 43 years. That, that is, is a long time. Grounded over to third. What a trap from Jake Bowie. Takes away a base hit. That's not an easy play in a huge moment. Not an easy. The base is clearing double. Got the Giants behind. To right field, charging onto it is Reddick. it's a difficult play, diving back and drops, the crowd erupts. Anthony kirions aboard. You know sometimes I usually delivered one. Hard hit, ball and he's delivered another. Runner's gonna go around second, Wingrove turning for two. Kyrion-
7: assistance from the fence and the ricochet may be his most magical moment yet
6: and listen to this crowd swing and a miss a big strikeout strikeout to end the inning In the air, Spence charging on, Kirion charging on. It's in foul territory. Kirion dives! He made the catch! Anthony Kirion! Are you kidding me? That is Ben my- Stiezel gets him. <laughs> 43 years of history. Watch with intent. Straters, the Adelaide Giants! Are the ABO champions!
3: Of 2023! Amazing scenes!
6: A championship, generations in the making. A 43-year wait is over. The Claxton Shield is coming back to South Australia.
3: Admittedly, look, I... Can't deny. I look while I still follow it, I'm not like I used to when it was at Nord. Yep, I religiously went to Nord, West Beach. Yeah, it doesn't capture me as much, um, not quite as central enough, personal line yep. of thinking. I don't think it's a great venue either, um, especially compared to Nord. Mm-hmm. Um, so that side of it, but it did capture on the last night the pact. Yeah. Oh, as you would expect it to be packed. Absolutely. Crau- um,
2: crowds were right down both sidelines. Yeah. And then what was p- quite pleasing for me and interesting is that uh, behind the, the picture, the uh, grass uh, hill area, there was people sitting up there with their deck yeah. chairs, yeah. kids running around trying to catch fly balls. Absolutely amazing environment and hats off to the uh, Adelaide Giants in that you know they have been in the wilderness for quite some time. And, and look, to come I, out and win after 43 years, I think, it's just fantastic.
3: Don't get me wrong. I get it. Baseball needs its own home. So I understand that instead of getting out of Nords, So yep. I get that. So, Well, yeah. but
2: there are, there has been some um, opportunities mooted that there could be a city stadium that could be purpose-built. Yeah. Well, that would be great. I think personally. that would be fantastic. But yeah. I think you're going to need a little bit of private um, backing money, yeah. Yeah, uh, on that to make that happen. But um, – you know, Adelaide's potentially getting another ice skating rink. Uh, yeah. Down at um, Marion, uh, the same sort of group I think is involved with potentially getting baseball into the city as well. So, who knows where that space is going to be? But obviously, the home is at West Beach at the moment, and they have made it their home. Yeah. They won it last year. They're in a very good spot to win it again this year. So, fingers crossed. After yep. forty-three years, it took it took them to win their uh, their their next uh, premiership or Claxton Shield. Hopefully it's back-to-back and we're talking about them at this time next no, year. I
3: couldn't agree more, but at the moment at least it looks like we're up there as a team to beat again. Yes. probably hasn't been the way for a while. So, yeah, it's a great result last year, promising this year. And as I said, also just, you know, even with Curtis May being picked up yep. and things like that, it seems like baseball is getting back to its prominence. In the South Australian sporting...
2: Absolutely, landscape. landscape, Very, very good. All right, and to finish us off, our number one sporting top five sporting moment, our number one moment, I don't think we could have argued on this anymore, and that is that Gather Round came to South Australia, played uh, in South Australia this year, but the biggest thing was it was announced for three more
7: years. The AFL has officially locked in Gather Round to stay in Adelaide for three more years. South Australia has secured the Festival of Football until at least the end of 2026 after a hugely successful inaugural event over the weekend. More than 220,000 people attended matches over the past four days, including over 60,000 visitors flying in from interstate. Well, joining us now is a very happy South Australian Premier, Peter mallon (laughs) (laughs) Premier. Good morning to you. You'd be getting used to a round of applause everywhere you go at the moment. Congratulations. South Australia was a brilliant host. What stood out for you from the weekend and and was it more successful than you even imagined?
4: Uh, I think the short answer to that, Barretts, is way more successful than we hoped. All of the key key KPIs that we set as a government around bums on seats on planes, overnight stays in accommodation, we shot the lights out in that regard. But honestly, I, I don't think I've been amongst so many people coming together so happy... In a really long time. There, there was just something unique about it. I mean, when we think about footy, which you know is a passion of mine and, and most South Australians, you know, we experience it in our own little enclaves sometimes, but this was something quite unique where everyone was on top of each other, just celebrating our national game. I, I, I don't think I've experienced something quite as electric. So it was organic and that certainly exceeded our expectations and, and we just wrapped that we've now got the chance to do it for the next three years, we can plan and prepare and accommodate even more visitors into the future.
7: Yeah, and just looking ahead Premier to those next three years for Gather Round, how significant is this event for Adelaide? What difference has it made in town and to South Australia as well?
4: Uh. Look, I mean, the economic stimulus figures that have been talked about from independent organisations have been extraordinary. The number that came out from one economic group yesterday was 85 million. I mean, it's just, it's just massive, Barrett. So uh, everyone was absolutely heaving uh, in the hospitality sense, which was actually the, our core objective as it started out, and then it's taken on a life of its own. But, you know, we've got a big story to tell in South Australia at the moment. We've got a, an economic trajectory that we haven't really experienced for decades. Uh, The state has got a lot of optimism and we want the rest of the country to pay attention to it and and this major event gives us an opportunity to have that platform.
3: It's really ironically almost what Victoria has every week. Let's not beat around the bush. It is the extended VFL comp. Finally it was good to see another state get given some prominence and yeah, you had some Victorians really lukewarm and and they kept hearing from their mates who had come (laughs) over, hey, and yeah. They're regretting it. Showed it. in terms of how quickly the, ne- the next side of it went. Look, I had hosted a lunch on the Friday, had been told confidentially, and do not dare let this out. Robert, rah, rah, rah. We've got it for another two years. And then, to Peter Malaznowskis' credit, managed to get another year between Friday and Sunday. So, um, look, I think three more years It's great. As I said to Tom Harley, it's a very important event to have in South Australia. Oh, why is that rule book? Very important for rule book sales. So <laughs> he did reply, you're a bloody idiot. But yeah, so a bit of fun there with Harles. But, but um,
2: let's look at, look at that. It is the most central location for most yeah. teams, which is a benefit really to everybody. The uh, ability to be able to host games and turn them over relatively quickly with... Um, suburban grounds like Norwood and, and Mount Barker. And obviously they were trying to get uh, something up in the Barossa this year, but looks like it might happen next year. Uh, maybe down at McLaren Vale, et cetera, et cetera. But the proximity to the city of not only, you know, stadiums, hotels, yes, that is the same in most cities. But with Adelaide, it's 20 minutes to the hills, 20 minutes to the beach. And that and was then a you've big
3: got- part why Norwood have kept that. Yep. They were, very, they were complimentary. The AFL were complimentary in terms of that way. Um, I thought Nord to get one, got told, no, no, it'll be from a couple of people there that I always thought we'd get the two. So, yep. look, good news in that way, it is the obvious spot. Um, so, yeah, look, hopefully this continues to build and build. And look, even like, so after the game last year on the Sunday, Hawthorne GWS, to wander out the front of Nord Oval and watch the... Collingwood St Kilda game with three to five thousand people Mm -hmm. at the front of North Oval was sensational. Your atmosphere was incredible. Um, as as St Kilda made that comeback, yes, probably all the neutrals were barracking for St Kilda, and it was quite entertaining. And it was, it was, it just showed how it's kept. And the numbers at Elders Park to be in there because the people running. The security of the same guys who run the SNFL, NFL so to yep. know them and you know seven to ten thousand people in there all the time. Uh it topped at fifteen thousand people at one stage. Mm-hmm. It's just incredible. And it was. It was great just to walk around, chat to people.
2: Well it was it was a footy moment for everybody, wasn't oh, it? it? There was no all- politics in it. There was no, no, was awesome. no this is We hate this team, we hate that team. It was a true festival of football and it was held in
3: the festival state. And I went to Frio training at Nord, Sydney training at uh, Hackney High at Mm -hmm. St. Peter's and Collingwood training at Unley and it Mm -hmm. was the atmosphere at every ground was just awesome.
2: Well, you look at the uh, AFL teams like you just mentioned there, most of them align themselves with an SNFL club. Made sure that they had, uh, you know, their training on at a, a Santa Fe club, and the crowds at the at the clubs. Well, I
3: think they got were, four to five thousand yes. for Richmond's training at Glenelg. Well, I reckon
2: they had three to five yep. thousand, uh, only for yeah, Carlton's, Carlton's, Carlton's training, training as and, well as Collingwood. Yeah, so
3: it was just and as I said, but it was also a festive at, atmosphere. The atmosphere was just great. People just loved it, and yeah, it was it was brilliant.
2: It had to be our number one, mate. At the end of the day, our South Australian events for 2023, top five, we had to put the gather round at number one.
3: I think think event-wise it was the Australian number one event for the year. So hats off there and we look forward to this year. Absolutely. We talked
2: about the Live Golf having a little bit of a short run-up. Well, they had a bit of a short run-up here with the 18 AFL teams lobbing into Adelaide and trying to sort that out and – get everybody where they needed to go. I think, once again, hats off to the government in trying to produce an event that is world-class and they did it and succeeded way
3: better than any of our expectations. I know. Loved it and really look forward. So we've got North Melbourne, Brisbane and Richmond St Kilda on the Sunday, which I think shows, again, sides were quite happy to play at Norwood. Don't dare give me... Hawthorne loved it at Norwood. Hawthorne could not have been more complimentary. So... Um it'll be it'll be great to be at Pac Nord Oval again and looking forward to it.
2: Absolutely. All right, mate, that uh, wraps up our top five sporting South Australian sporting moments for twenty twenty two slash twenty twenty three, but mainly twenty twenty three. Mate, thank you once again. Uh, Honourable mentions there. Obviously, couldn't quite get them into our top five, but we did give them a little bit of uh, a a mention as well. Yeah,
3: Redbacks making the final against WA, but it was an agonising day to watch, I admit that. So, yes, yes. It was great that we made a final, the Redbacks, but, geez, I'd love to win something. Yep.
2: All right, mate, we're going to finish up on that note. I thank you once again for your efforts uh, with this podcast. And... we might just try and squeeze in a bit of a cricket-only podcast maybe over the uh, Christmas yeah, New I Year's. Yeah, I think we probably can do that. Yep. Christmas yep. New Year's period, obviously, with the Boxing Day test and the New Year's test in oh. Melbourne and Sydney. So we'll have a bit of right a look here. at that one. Yep. All right, mate. As per usual, we promise to do better next time. <phone rings>
1: This crazy world we live in, we all need the distraction. Enjoying the show? Like, rate, and subscribe. Hook up and connect with us on social media at SportsCastSA. We'll see you next time on Game On.